welcome to episode 185 of the Tech Reformation, where the world of technology meets the worldview of Christianity. This week, it's just Craig and me, David. Let's get started. I was kind of thinking, ah, if I'm running too late, they can start without me because at least there's two of them. But there's only one of them. We are are all alone like a a booth in a cucumber field. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's from from Isaiah 1. Okay. I was thinking it was from The Office, but I... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's totally going to be the intro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're in luck because I'm actually recording this time. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That is great. Proud of you, son. Well, my actual initial thought was that sounds far more uh, up close and personal than David normally likes to be with anyone or anything. I don't actually know how large a booth in a cucumber field would be. Alone in a booth. Are we talking like a booth at Pizza Hut or like a... I don't know. I imagine it would be for holding like equipment for farming cucumbers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of those little tenty type things, shed type things. Yeah. So maybe more like a shed. Yeah, you know, Still, if you and I, if you and I, you, the thought of you and I sitting together alone in a in one of those in a cucumber field, yeah, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't disturb me, but it seems odd. It seems misplaced. It does like seem we'd be odd. sitting there going, "What are we doing here? And what do we do now?" <laughs> like, <laughs> now, like a cornfield, I could see that. Are Although you, I'd be afraid you're going to stalk me. Is this a reference to how Australia is in the boonies? No. Okay. No, I grew up in the, uh, well, I grew up like about half an hour from Amish, uh, farmland. Okay. So cornfields relating to Amish, not cornfields relating to like deliverance. Ding, 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 ding. That kind of, is that <laughs> anything to do with cornfields? I don't know. My American geography. Banjos? Yeah. Julian Banjos. Well, the, you know where that's from though, right? That's like from the movie deliverance. Oh, I, I have not seen it. That was a movie reference, which David didn't get. And I did. I don't yes! get so many movie <laughs> references. I just also make them, which you guys don't seem to do. Well, I mean, it's now you not did. A mo- well done. It, it's not a movie. I would probably recommend watching, mm, um, mm. but yeah, it's a, that's a very famous scene where this guy pulls up. He, I think he's out of petrol or gas and he's, he pulls up to this place and there's these really interesting looking characters. And one of them is just sitting on the porch, staring at him, playing his banjo. Wait, so is he out of petrol or gas? Uh, whatever you Americans put in those vehicles. Oh, <laughs> we call it petrol here. His Tesla needs charging. Got it. <laughs> well, the movie came out in 1972, so I'm guessing it wasn't a Tesla. Mm, that's but fair. Yeah. Anyway. Unless Elon Musk got his high machine working. Have you heard well, about that? His way back machine. <laughs> and way forward. <laughs> way, way back fast forward. <laughs> Well, we're all in a simulation anyway. So, <laughs> do you know what we're talking about this week? Uh, yes. Apple might be turning back to the rainbow logo. And what do we think about that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, there's an article. I, I guess I should... Uh, it's a the, short article. Well, yeah. It's it's a wildly un, uh, unsubstantiated <laughs> rumor. Uh, the only reason I really know about it is because Accidental Tech Podcast did an episode about it maybe two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, not about it, but they had a big segment about it. And I really thought nothing of it when I first looked at it, kind of like Derek was really excited. I think it was Derek was really excited for rainbow Apple watch bands. And then he realized like what they could what stand for. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. 
Derek, if that wasn't you, I'm sorry. I have a vague recollection of you being excited about that. Anyway, um, and so the, they were talking about the the return of the return of this logo, and one of the points that they brought up was the potential political statement that Apple could make by reintroducing it. And that's when it kind of dawned on me that like Apple is a very pro LGBT LGBTQ whatever uh, company company as, as businesses go. Um, I've seen ones that are more outspoken about it, but the C you know, Tim cook is, is, has, uh, leans that way. Yes. I I was trying to think what, what verbiage to use, but he has, uh, (laughs) he has said that he is gay and he has made various efforts to try to promote that cause. Uh, mm-hmm. through Apple, but I don't know. None of it has really bothered me all that much. Not enough to be like, oh, I'm I'm not going to buy Apple products anymore. But this one really stuck with me. Um, Interesting. Because well, essentially, I'm trying to figure out if there is a way, and maybe this will be a short episode because uh, maybe this is a simple answer. I just thought it would be good to think through it out loud and with some other people, especially in the Slack. Um mm-hmm. But I, I'm trying no, so to figure not, out. So not me. <laughs> like <laughs> what we're doing here is not really what you're wanting. <laughs> well, I mean, with you too. I mean, with with you well, and then well, I mean, whoever yeah, else like was going to. Like, if I have to with you, like, I guess oh that's gosh. a good first step. <laughs> <sighs> kidding, you're I'm being kidding. Jim today. I mean, bad I cop. I, well, I'm Baptist, so <laughs> there's a little bit of me and Jim and vice versa. Or are something. you saying all Baptists are bad cops? <laughs> uh, when we one on one with the Presbyterian, <laughs> I guess it can often end up that way. <laughs> Um, in conversation. So no, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is like, what would it mean? And obviously like what Apple says about what it means if they were to do it, but what would it mean? Like, like that's the biggest factor, but what would it mean if they were to do it? And like, what would that mean for me as an Apple user? Because a lot of my life revolves, a lot of my working life revolves around Apple. So what are your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to ask you, seeing as how you just posed the question to yourself, what would it mean for me? I was going <laughs> to ask you what it means to you. But if you want to go with me first, I... No, you should tell me what that, it would mean to me. Oh, well, it probably means more to you than it does to me. I think that's what I'm gathering so far from this conversation. Mm. And that doesn't mean I don't care. I mean, I when I started using Apple, Apple was the brand of computer that was at, you know, back in the days of when schools had computer rooms rather than one-to-one devices. Uh, at my primary school, elementary school, for you Americans playing along at home, uh, <laughs> we had a computer room. Full you, like, of you had the- two schools and one of them was like subservient yeah. to the other? <laughs> uh, it was so we had a computer room full of those really old Macs that were like the, the skinny small box ones with the black and white screens, I think. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, and the floppy disk drive in the front. That was I didn't the first they were like 57. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not 57. The mouse with the one big rectangular button. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, that was my first ever school computer usage. And then not long after that, I think we got a 386 at home. Um, and I was introduced to the world of Windows 95. No, Windows 3.1 first and then 95 later. Uh, so, I, you know, I remember using Apple back then and then it shifted to this, this sort of power PC, Apple's... Um, and so I've been like in those days, everything Apple had this rainbow logo on there and I didn't think anything of it. Obviously the LGBT QI uh, plus XYZ cause was a lot less of a 
thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, they hadn't co-opted <laughs> the rainbow yet. Like I would have had no yeah. objection to it back then because they didn't, you know, it was just colors. Yeah. And this is That's another right. interesting point is that their colors in the, in the rainbow are not in order. They're not sequential. Like if you were yes. to look at a hue wheel. They are just a rainbow of colors, just a smattering of colors. And so I guess what I'm saying is I, the, the rainbow logo has a, an element of nostalgia for me that is not tainted by the current political climate. Mm. So if Apple was to come out and say, we're going back to this logo for this reason. And that reason is, you know, mainly because of the current political climate, mm-hmm. I'd kind of be like, oh, really? But it, w- it wouldn't impact the way it wouldn't impact my decision. I don't think to use their products because I already know that their CEO is, is supportive of that cause. So already when I'm buying their products, I am putting my money toward, you know, I'm, I'm purchasing from an organization that has a different worldview to me. Uh, and that's the case with a lot of things I buy. I'm sure half the food companies that I purchase groceries from every week, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what Kellogg's take is on that issue, but you know, pick a, pick a brand and I'm sure there are differing views at the highest level as to um, what's right and wrong in that area. So I just don't, I just don't see how and why it would impact my um, purchasing decisions. What it would do for me is what it is. I would probably like on an iPhone in particular, something I take with me everywhere. Mm-hmm. I would make sure to get a case that covers up the rainbow logo. Ah, sneaky, but I, sneaky. But I do that anyway. Like every, I think every case except for one that I've ever owned, which I think is my was my iPhone five case that had like a cutout that showed the Apple logo, mm-hmm. but in general they have all covered it and I've been fine with that. So I think I just stick with that. Although a lot a of them solution. have the, have the, have the Apple like carved into the, into the, uh, mm. Oh yeah. Carved into yeah. the thing. Uh, yeah. like the but leather still, case and all you that. St- you can still cover that up with the case. Can't you? Well, I'm sorry. I mean that the Apple logo is carved oh, the into cases. the case. All right. Or we'll there's a little cutout around <laughs> where the Apple logo goes. Uh, yeah, which is I what I was saying about time. my iPhone 5. Yeah. But I, I, the case I've got right now was from eBay. It was like $3 or something, and it's been perfectly fine. It extends past the screen of my phone a little bit, so if I drop it, it doesn't crack the screen, hmm. and it's perfectly sufficient for what I need. So I would just get something similar and not worry about the rainbow logo. It would be a little bit different, I guess, looking at an iMac or something where it's actually staring back at me all day. Hmm. But I think, like I said, I would just ignore what they're wanting it to mean and let my nostalgia take me back to a happy place. So I think I'm with you on iPhones. <laughs> I'm pretty much with you on iPads too, because it's not like anyone would. Th- this is the thing that I'm worried about is I'm in a coffee shop with my MacBook Pro that I got with mm-hmm. an Apple. You know, the only one that they had available, the only ones that they had available have the have the rainbow logo on them. And I'm in a coffee shop and like, people make certain assumptions about me based on the rainbow logo that they see on my laptop. And then Mm -hmm. if, if they were to just come out and do it for all of their products, like if you have an Apple product purchased within the last year, it has a rainbow logo on it. And they were to make a really big deal about how we're trying to support this. And for every, you know, for like specifically with the, you know, we're doing, the next five years is rainbow logos. And if you buy a Mac, it's going toward this cause or whatever. Like if they were to do something like that, which is probably not going to happen to be honest with you. I don't even think they're doing the rainbow logo thing. Um, <laughs> I think that like if I, if I, a point. if I separate myself, uh, uh, like ignore the fact that I'm a Christian and just ask would I want to buy an Apple product with a rainbow logo on it. 
the answer is no, because I really like the minimal aesthetic. I like the, the plain like shades of metal colors that they have. And I mm-hmm. wouldn't even get a, a red iPhone or a, or a blue iPhone if they, if they would let me like, well, and, and you can with the 10 R. Um, so I don't, I, th- I don't think they would do it for that reason. I think that if they were to do it, it would be an option. It would, Oh, you can get the, the rainbow Apple logo if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I was just thinking about how if any other company did this, well, not any other company, but if many other companies did this, you know, if, if, uh, Clark's, I don't know my, my shoes. I like Clark's, uh, as a brand of shoes. If they were to come out tomorrow and say on the soles of all of our shoes, the bottom of the bottom of the soles are like as a logo, we're going to have a rainbow and we're super pro LGBTQ. And if you buy our shoes, you're supporting that. I would have no problem dropping them like, like, okay, I will find another brand of shoes. There are plenty of brands of shoes out there, but Apple is one of those that for me anyway, it would be very difficult to replace. And it's not because, I mean, part of it's because I'm a fanboy, but it's also because of the operating system. <laughs> like Mac OS is the only operating system that I can run Unix, have all of my web development stuff native, and then also launch Photoshop. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And Windows is getting there, I guess, but I tried to switch to Windows a few months back. Uh, maybe a year back and it just went very, very poorly. And here I am back on Mac OS. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I didn't like that about myself. I didn't like the fact that like, again, any other brand and I would just drop them like a, like a poorly made piece of nuns headwear. Um, <laughs> and I was thinking sack of potatoes, which would go a little way back to our original, um, <laughs> Conversation about a being in a field of cucumbers, but anyway, in a potato field. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah. I, I guess that's the question: is like, where would you draw the line? Because for me, I think that like I couldn't buy an Apple uh, laptop. I couldn't buy something that's public facing with the branding on it, like, and the company that behind the branding has said, "Hey, we have this rainbow logo because we want to support this cause." For me, I I think I have to draw the line there, or at the very least, I have to cover it up. And I'm not I'm not even yeah. sure if I'm okay with that. You could I was gonna say you could still get a case that covers up the MacBook Pro logo on the back, but yeah, I know what you mean. Why would you not be okay with just covering it up? Is it because I mean, here's the thing: when you said you know, if they said for the next five years we're doing we're making this change, and um any any, any Apple product you buy will a percentage of the costs a percentage of the price sorry will be going to this um, you know, furthering the LGBT uh, cause. That's the point where I would probably go, okay, now my purchasing decisions might be influenced. Mm. If it's just changing a visual thing, like a logo switch, then I kind of go, whatever, I can cover up the logo right. <laughs> um, and and I can go back to my nostalgic place. Uh, but if, if they're actually putting my money to something I disagree with, that's where my purchasing decision would have to be altered. But that's why just another reason that I'm super happy and keen for roughly the end of this month when my light phone is meant to arrive. <laughs> yeah. So that'll kind of mean that if my iPhone goes kaput, doesn't matter. We should do an episode have, on that when, it gets, when you get it. Yeah, we've said that a few times. I think I think that would be a good idea. But it's uh, I've filled out my backer survey, so I'm just literally waiting for the email that says, we've shipped it and here's your tracking number. So the tricky thing for me is that the thing that I mean by the thing that I do is not necessarily the thing that other people take me as meaning by the thing that I do. Uh, 
processing process. <laughs> yep. Got it. And so <laughs> by way of example, and I think I've used this example on at least one other podcast. Uh, if you are, uh, you know, one of Daniel's friends in, in Babylon and the mm-hmm. music starts playing and everybody is expected to bow to this, to this statue. I was going to say bunny, but I'm confused. Um, <laughs> everybody's expected to bow because the music is playing and you think, no, I'm not going to bow. I'm not going to worship this. And then you look down and you notice that your shoe is untied and you bend over and you get down on one knee and you tie your shoe. Like it doesn't really matter that you had no intention whatsoever of worshiping this image and that in your heart, I mean, it, it, it does matter, obviously that in your heart, you weren't worshiping this image. Like, like there's a, there's yeah. a level on which that, that matters, but there's it, also it matters an, before it matters before God that you weren't in your heart doing something idolatrous. But it also matters before God that before men you were. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I see what you mean. And so that's, that's the question is like, and I guess this isn't an easy, like it's all hypotheticals, right? Like, like depending on how far Apple went with this, I wouldn't even be okay with covering it up. If Apple just said, Oh, and we're switching back to the rainbow logo uh, because we love it, you know, and they, they, they like talked about the history of the Mac and, and they said, Oh, and it also promotes this. So we, we like that too. Then I'd probably be fine with just covering it up. If that was like the end of it, like, oh, yeah. okay, I'm just going to, but if they decided and, and to like, be fair, to be fair, one of the, one of the things I read, I think said, you know, in part, in part, it was like in honor of Steve jobs and right. like just the original beginnings of the company and whatever. So it feels like that is at least some of the motivation for it. If it happens at all, that would be a big, you know, part of it. Yeah. And I, I think, I think we're probably, if they do it, I think it'll be optional. And I think they'll probably mention LGBTQ just like they did with the watch bands but they'll also mm-hmm. want to talk up the history of Apple and you know, it's humble beginnings, the iMac and blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I'd probably be okay with covering it up or just, you know, hopefully it's optional and I can just get a, a regular computer. But I was just, I don't know. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about the implications. I, I was really, cause you know, now that I work from home, I do go to coffee shops and I was thinking about like, how do I own an Apple product? And if the, if the climate got bad enough, how could I continue owning an Apple product is, is there a way forward for me? Do I go Hackintosh? Like, what is the... And, and, you know, any company could do this. You know, Microsoft could turn around and decide that their Windows logo is now going to be a rainbow. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's, I guess, therein lies the issue is like... That's kind of what I was saying before. You know, we are never going to agree with the ethos or the, the you know, um, leadership... Uh, lifestyles and worldviews of every company that we interact with. Oh yeah. Um, and I, you know, I was talking to my wife about this over breakfast and I was just saying like, you know, we all, we all buy petrol or gas, whatever you, you put in your car. Uh, and <laughs> that, you know, that's sourced by oil companies who sometimes don't do that very sustainably or responsibly, you know, mm-hmm. spilling oil into the oceans for bucket loads of time. And, um, it's weird using bucket loads as a phrase in something to do with the ocean, but you know what I mean? Like the, there are, um, there are things that I disagree with probably in 90% of the companies I interact oh, with. Yeah. Uh, and so then it, well, should we not be putting that in our car? Should, you know, should we be switching to bio biofuel or, uh, solar power only or electric cars? Or I don't, I don't know. Like I'm just, you know, I'm just, but then electric, like, you know, coal mining and, you know, <laughs> how do they get the electricity unless it's all wind farms and solar panels? Like there's, 
it just seems like you could take that so far that you literally can't do anything and you do or, or you do need to become Amish uh, and be self-sufficient and not have a MacBook Pro um, and somehow build your own <laughs> David McCookie computer that does not have a rainbow logo. I did so build my own David McCookie computer. Out of other people's hardware? Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm no, <laughs> but I mean, bu- I mean, build your own. I'm no like, David Latchett like, here. <laughs> create the chip. <laughs> um, but, you know, like I, I think... There has to come a point, I guess, where where we all have to be able to weigh up the trade-off between productivity, getting things done, living a quote-unquote normal life, as in being able to do the things we need to do, um, and then actively or even indirect, indirectly but actively supporting something that as Christians we shouldn't be supporting. Um, and and there, there, that I'm not saying that that's like a a smooth, like you can just always draw a straight line, but I'm just saying that there is a trade-off there, I think. And so a lot of the time you have to go, well, you know, I'm putting money into this thing, which isn't, they're not actively saying your money is going to this terrible thing or, you know, for the environment or this cause that is counter to the Christian worldview. But when a company does do that, which is kind of what we're talking about here, potentially, um, that's when I think my, yeah, then as a Christian, you need to, I would feel like I need to step back and go, okay, um, can I continue with the one I've got that has the non-rainbow logo? <laughs> <laughs> you know, do I need to buy another Apple product in the next five years? Can I somehow make do in the meantime? Um, do I need to look for another solution? Uh, do I need to back some Kickstarter of some Unix-only machine that will still let me do my job and provide for my family without having an Apple logo on it? Well, I mean, next year um, is the year of the Linux desktop. Is it? Is it really? That's what they say. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so maybe that'll, you know, maybe that will do. I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying like, it's, I hope it doesn't happen. If it happens, I hope it's optional. If it's not optional and it's forced, I hope it's to do with the history of the company. If it's largely to do with the LGBT thing and that's sort of shoved down everyone's throats, then I'll be not, I, I will be seriously reconsidering any Apple purchasing decisions that I have, you know, to make over the next few years. I guess that would be my where where I land. So I think that the the issue of how is it going to affect me? What are the what are the trade offs? Do I end up Amish? And is it right <laughs> or wrong? I think those need to be separate discussions. Um, because to which to so what is the main discussion then? Well, I'm not sorry, separate discussions from each other. Okay. Yeah. Um, because what I don't want to do, like, and this is this is kind of what I alluded to earlier, is I don't want to say. Oh well, if you know Clark's or if Nike or if uh, Hydro Flask did this, you know if Hydro Flask did this, I would just buy a. What the uh, heck is a Hydro Flask? What? It's a what the heck bottle. is a Hydro Flask? Oh, okay, like it. Yeah, all right. vacuum insulated stainless steel water bottles. For those who don't know. Yeah, if they did that, you know, I would just go buy something else. Like that's easy. Yeah, like, easy decision. Yeah. I mean, I like my Hydro Flask, but I don't. I don't need <laughs> it. Um, and there are like twenty other companies making the same product. <laughs> Exactly. Essentially. Yeah. Um, so, so, but what I don't want to do is then say, oh, but I really like Apple gives me something that gives me several things that I cannot get anywhere else. Like just, just my task management system alone. If I had to drop Apple tomorrow, my task management system alone, I would be in a world of hurt because I use OmniFocus and that only runs on, on Apple products. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think for me to do that would be inconsistent. Because I would be 
I'd be letting pragmatism influence my ethics. So maybe the conversation, I, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's hard. It's tricky, right? Because if, if, if I did decide, you know, if Apple did do something that made me just have to completely leave them, uh, that would be very difficult because I would have to reinvent a lot of how I do things. Like I want to build Relight into an iOS app and I can't build an iOS app without a Mac. And is the rule of thirds bothering you? Yes. The lack of headroom is making me feel claustrophobic. <laughs> You're probably the only other. How's this? <laughs> That's too it's much. Like no, 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 you feel mom. like a Muppet. <laughs> you feel like a disembodied puppet. I don't know why, but boomers are the... <laughs> Uh, sorry about that. Uh, Craig was just asking me to adjust my webcam. Um, he did it silently so it wouldn't be a part of the show, but then here we are. <laughs> we love letting you see behind the, you know, the, the wizard of Oz curtain. <laughs> this is how, this is how the show happens. Interruptions galore. Anyway, I, I, you've lost your train of thought. I've said a bunch <laughs> of things here, but this, this, idea, do you think that they should be separate discussions? Does that make sense to you? I think so. I was just trying to work out whether from what you said before you were inferring that I was letting my pragmatism influence my ethics. I think you you said something that made me think that it might be interpreted that way anyway. I wasn't sure if you were actually saying that or... Do you want to ask me a clarifying question? Uh, do you think that you should <laughs> let pragmatism affect your ethics? Uh No. I don't think so. I think that's what I was, when I was talking about the trade-off, I was, I basically was trying to say that, that the ethical decision should win out or would win out for me over okay. the pragmatic decision. But until it becomes a clear ethical decision, you know, you know, if, if it's like a, I, I don't know what the company's doing with the money that I give to them and I'm not, you know, they're not being clear about the fact that they're doing something wrong with it. Um, or something that I would deem to be unethical with it, then I'm going to pragmatically keep using the product because it's useful. Right. Um, when when it becomes a switch to, hey, as the company that you're using, we're now making this decision and stuff you if you don't like it, this is where we're heading and we're putting your money that you're giving us into this thing. If I disagree with that thing, then my ethical consideration will, like what I believe to be right and wrong is going to trump whether or not the product is useful to me. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. As much as it's humanly possible. Like, I don't know if there was like a life support system built by, I don't know, <laughs> someone that had a rainbow logo all over it. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably, I'd probably have to think a little bit longer about that, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, and it's a, it is a nuanced Unlikely. question, right? Because like. I mean, again, my livelihood to a large degree, it depends on me being able to do what I do with a computer and I do it best on a Mac. So it's, I think it's easy in situations like that to let pragmatism in, even if you're not trying to, that's why I find exercises mm -hmm. like thinking about Daniel in, in Babylon or thinking about, uh, like ways of abstracting the particular problem that I'm concerned with away from any emotional investment that I might have. Yeah. Yeah. So, so making yourself the hero of every Bible story in oh, order yeah. to, I mean, that's, that's like exegesis <laughs> 101. David. Hey, how are we? <laughs> Except you are David, just not that David. Oh, <laughs> uh, everybody's that David and Jesus is that David. <laughs> why can't we, why well, not both Craig? <laughs> why not both? Um, do we really want to go there? The new Testament <laughs> does this. 
don't be like this guy be like that guy it uses well that's true yeah the comparison yes comparison yes well obviously i'm not literally david and jesus isn't literally (laughs) david hang hang on are you saying you're okay with stephen furtick's hermeneutical principles i'm not okay with any i'm not even okay with stephen furtick's hair (laughs) (laughs) oh dear so no i mean this is i think this is an interesting topic because if not apple somebody it seems entirely plausible that we're going to be put well in a situation similar to this let me ask you that question that i I was um trying to consider if a loved one was on a life support system that was rainbow colored and you knew that that's what that company that had made it was on about then does your pragmatics take more of prevalence over ethics this isn't a question I mean, of pragmatics so much as it is. So I'm assuming that. Well, it's life and death, but it's it's just higher stakes pragmatism, right? <laughs> a sort of. I mean, me deciding I'm going to change careers because I can't stand Windows and I also can no longer use <laughs> Mac. Like that is wildly unpractical, but nobody is dying, which means I'm not killing anybody. If I'm wrong mm-hmm. on the decision of take this person off the life support system because it's rainbow colored. I've murdered that person. So I'm balancing in that case between two potential evils. Whereas in the Apple situation, I'm balancing between a potential evil and a potential wild inconvenience. Inconvenience. Yeah. 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 Um, Although taking someone off life support, I don't even, I'm not sure that that's the same as murder. Well, it depends on on what you mean by life support. Right. Yeah. Like every single one of us might end up on life support one day and, and, with what are medical you technology the way the way that it is no no i'm just saying like people are living longer right and then when they're dying we're getting better at letting them not officially die oh, that could be a whole episode to die. that and so then what do you do with that that's that's where i'm trying to work out right how, how this lands on that situation yeah but, I, I, I mean this is <laughs> this is massively like uh, like not pipe dream because it's not something we want to happen but this is like massively extrapolating a situation that probably <laughs> is likely to never ever happen. introducing the rainbow colored life support system 5,000 <laughs> yeah I probably should like have said that with a little not, more twang in my voice it's just not likely to ever be a thing but you know I'm just trying to uh, take the Babylon thing but make it a lot more um, I guess what you're trying yeah, to do is introduce uh, more emotional baggage is what you're trying to I'm do. trying to introduce more emotional baggage to see if it sways your opinion. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in a hypothetical situation, I think it's easy to come to come to clear decisions, but you know, if, if a, if a guy I knew, uh, his wife's only option for surgery was at a rainbow colored hospital that like pioneered transgender <laughs> stuff. And like, that was their thing that was on their ads everywhere. It was their yeah. whole thing. And he decided to save his wife's life. Like I have no idea what I would do with that. I think I'd probably mm-hmm. be in favor of saving a life yeah. even in, even in such circumstances, because the, the act is like, it's not like I have to sign a thing saying I, well, that's <laughs> there you go. Right. Do you have to sign the thing <laughs> saying I support the LGBTQ community or whatever? Um, yeah, yeah. that's that. Well, that's the thing about the Apple logo is it's an implicit endorsement when you carry that machine around and people see you at the coffee shop with it. I don't think it's the same thing. Willingly working with sinners. If we didn't want to willingly work with sinners, I think Paul would say we'd have to leave the world. Mm-hmm. I could make this even more muddy for oh, you. Please do. Like. I love mud. <laughs> uh, 
So you're dying. Well, you know, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before, just, before just you imagine. fling more mud at me, you need to answer the question you just asked me. Rainbow colored okay. everything. Well, well, life support system. No, I, th- I think I agree with you. I think I would be, well, I was sort of tracking until, and then you said, I think I would be in favor of saving a life. And I was like, yes, I agree. And then you said, the question is, do you have to sign the thing? And I, I think I'm still on the same page. What that then raised in my mind was the whole thing of, uh, organ donation. So my follow-up question was going oh, to be, God. if you were dying uh-huh. and you, and I am an organ donor, it's on my driver's license. So if I get in a car crash today on the way to somewhere and die, they, I could end up with your liver. organs to someone. Well, that's a long way to transport a liver, but it's possible. <laughs> so anyway, um, if, if they, the if situation you would have had to be time, dire. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> That was, oh, anyway, uh, I can't think of a good pun to follow that <laughs> right on the spot, but, um, so if, if you were sort of about to die and, and they were checking with you about organ donation and they said, look, we've got a really good candidate for, or, you know, receiving this organ, but that person is LGBT and maybe even <laughs> is really prominent in the LGBT community and, and furthering the cause. Do you, I mean, again you could you're saving a life oh yeah but you're saving but you're saving a life that's furthering a cause that you do not agree with uh what do you do in that situation does that is that the same kind of thing where saving a life trumps the uh you know the unfortunate scenario of the moral the morals of that person that you don't agree with or do the morals of that person you don't agree with because i guess the thing is if you're saving a life you are, th- there's a chance that at some point in the future of that life, that, that person will be granted repentance and faith and whatever, renounce the, if you, the, you know, sin and stuff. If, if you don't, then that, that would be another situation where I guess it would be like what you said before, potentially you're taking away someone's chance of life. And that's possibly, you know, more serious than the alternative. Yeah. I I think each of the commandments binds us not only to not do the thing that it says not to do or to do the thing it says to do, but also Mm -hmm. to try really hard to avoid the inverse of that. Uh, And so when, when the commandments come and they say thou shalt not murder, I think that we are also then instructed on with, with very few, uh, only biblical essentially. Um, with only biblical qualifiers to do everything we can to make sure that somebody stays alive. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so I, agree. I, I, I think I would, yeah, I would give my kidney or liver. Well, I guess I wouldn't give my liver because, uh, I, I still need that, but uh, you know, I, I would be totally fine with saving <laughs> well, that if person's you, if life. If you were dying, you wouldn't need it. Right. <laughs> and, and it is, it is worth noting that like, I know, uh, theonomists and covenanters, I, I happen to be a covenanter. We're all in favor of, of the government instituting the death penalty for a lot of like for various sins, like adultery, like rape, like, uh, committing homosexual Murder. acts. Um, and so I, I can, somebody might say, well, that's wildly inconsistent. But the thing is, I'm not the state. Like, I don't get to decide who lives and who dies. I I haven't been given the sword. So I shouldn't through my inaction, uh, kill someone like that's, that's a problem because it's not my job to decide that that person dies. Uh, Mm. so, so yeah, I think, I think pretty much in a heartbeat, if, if I had some capacity to save that person, I would. Yeah. Agreed.
Um, the whole topic of organ donation, we should do an episode on that. Mm. I mean, it's not specifically technology, but I guess technology has made it possible. I know, you know, I, I guess the thing that's making me wonder if I'm inconsistent on that is I've always been in favor of organ donation. Like I said, you know, personally, I don't, I don't have an issue with, um, with sort of signing myself up for that. Uh, having said that, I know I, I sort of side with Piper on, on the, well, on a, quite a number of things, but I'm, the, specifically, I'm thinking on how of, you um, say glory. Oh, no, no, glory. No, uh, the the issue of cremation or burial, like the. I was just know, thinking I, about I, this as you were. I think it's better to bury than cremate because the, there's um, there's some worth in our earthly bodies that will be resurrected and then glorified, and therefore. It's it's kind of like a disrespect or a like a stuff you to God to just burn them up into ashes. Not that he can't remake something that's been burnt into ashes, but it's there seems to be some kind of, like he's made the body as a unit, um, and then uh, you know, yeah, and then that unit gets buried, and then with the hope of resurrection. Uh, obviously, we know bodies decompose over a period of time anyway, but I just think there's something. There seems to be something quite severe about saying, I'm just going to torch this thing like five days after it's, you know, the life has left it um, because it really doesn't matter. It's not significant at all. Um, I didn't realize Piper so took that's that stance. What, that's a very common reform stance yeah, too. Confessionally woke, as you would say. Yeah. Well, Piper is reformed just with a lowercase r, right? <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's Depends on who you're asking. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But lowercase r, I mean, we can, you know, it's a bigger, the fence <laughs> is a bit wider. Um, so yeah, I think you know I th- I um I, I think there's an ask Pastor John po- podcast where he answers that question, and I'm pretty sure that's his. I don't want to speak for him, so go and research. But I'm pretty sure that was his his take. I would like was, to speak for John yeah, Piper. Bar- I've become a painter about rather this. than cremation. No, <laughs> no, no. I, just, I thought maybe we we just got to do that on here. I have a podcast. <laughs> I can speak for John. <laughs> uh, that doesn't work. I don't even think his son likes to try and speak for him. Um. Yeah, so that's kind of my take on that. So that kind of made me wonder, well, then should I be taking organs out of my body to put into someone else's body? <laughs> like, how, Where does that... Is there a f- strange line there as well with respecting the body that God's given you and not... Um, you know, like you've talked before about like chopping your arm off just for the like, um, sake of chopping your arm off or whatever, like making modifications to your oh, body. Right. That <laughs> actually, like, yeah. when, when did I talk about <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> David's like... Looking at me so blankly, I did like, too many I podcasts. do not remember that. <laughs> um, I'm not talking about the time that you said you wanted to chop your arm off so you could whack Jim with it. Uh, that was probably a different podcast. <laughs> now David's like, I never said that. Well, and <laughs> it's making stuff up. Even beyond this, like, I think I'm pretty much okay with like, oh, if my kidney can help somebody or if my liver, you know, after I'm gone, if my liver can help somebody, I- yeah. I'm pretty much okay with that. But yep. there are also questions of like what that means is done to your body after you die, even if there is no uh, potential donee. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, <laughs> Recipient, I think is the word. There it is. I think I remember reading something about how those practices are not exactly... If if you side with Piper on that issue, those practices may be things that you're not exactly okay with. Uh, okay. Maybe, yeah, this should be a future episode. It's something... Yeah, something I need to research and think about further because I don't, I don't think I've thought in that way about it before. So, cool. Um, we could leave that for next time. So, 
we didn't answer your question, did we? Oh, we kind of did. I think we I think we've done a decent job of trying to work out where we both would fall on it. And we've basically agreed. Yeah. Which doesn't make for great podcasting, let's be no, honest. No, you want to fight? <laughs> <laughs> Meet me outside in 20 minutes. If I'm not there, start without me. <laughs> okay. You're outside and my outside are about, I don't know, 20,000 miles apart from each other. Yeah, like, More than that, Let me probably. just say now, I won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> um, as much as you'd like a trip to Australia. I'm guessing. I don't know. You guys drive on the wrong side of the road. We drive on the right side well, on the left side of the I'm road. I'm not a beach guy. <laughs> and I'm not a travel guy. That's okay. I don't live at the beach. I live in the hills. Oh, I like hills. I used... I used to live at the beach. I live in the Adelaide Hills now. Yeah. Hmm. We moved. Anyway. Um, give me a second. I want to th- see if there's I, anything else. Oh, go ahead. Okay. No, that's right. I don't like sand, so I'm not a huge beach guy either. I don't like I'll go sand. There for it gets in between my toes and it's scratchy. <laughs> Are you aware that you're like Par- Anakin Skywalker in this? That I'm like... <laughs> No, there's, I, when I was a child, my parents took us on a beach holiday to this quite nice place in Australia, um, where there's amazing beaches and which is a lot of Australia, let's be honest. But I actually sat on the beach as like a three-year-old and said, too sunny, too sandy. I want to go home. That was my Mm, refrain. That sounds like me. Which they were like, they were like, really? (laughs) Look where you are. Anyway. So maybe let's let's try to just build out a quick list of some of the factors that you should that we should be considering in this conversation. So so let's say that in September Apple does do the rainbow logo thing on some level. Like what are the questions that we need to ask ourselves about this? Um some that I think are important would be um what is Apple saying that the rainbow logo means? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess another question. What are they say- What are they saying they're doing with the money coming in? Yeah, I mean it- it's well known that Apple supports these companies. I'm I actually care less about. This is kind of an interesting diversion, but I care less about what a company does with their money. Like I don't. When I give a company money, that's their money, and what they choose to do with it after, whether they told me or not is really not something that I can control or really any of my business. So, I mean, most of the companies that you would, you would have to go pretty far to find businesses that didn't donate to some cause that you find difficult to support as a Christian, but you did. I think a lot of businesses don't donate to things. A lot of businesses are fairly, uh, fairly, um, they're in it for themselves. They're in it for their own profit margin. Yeah. I'm sure there are lots to donate, but I'm sure then I don't think every business is a social justice cause. No, I don't think they are either, but they'll, and, and that's why typically they're giving like 2% of like some particular branch of income or 2% of profits after, you know, all this stuff and you know, whatever. Um, they they don't, they're not, they're not like super charities or anything. But a lot of these bigger companies, companies that are just absolutely massive, uh, do feel yeah. the need to have some sort of... Because they can of, afford to. <laughs> well, they can afford to. And and for stockholders and for like public appearance yeah. sake, et cetera, they feel the need to... Yeah, it looks good. Um, yeah. For pragmatism's sake, for them. So, but... but 
And, and that being said, you, you would just find like, if you want to have a cell phone, like most of the carriers, at least in the United States are donating to these causes. It's hard to find one. That's not, I don't know that there is sure. one that's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and they all yeah. do make this like they're publicly held. So they're responsible to explain where that money is going. So you can find out about it. It's not like, but I, I do think that there's yeah. a difference between that and, and like making it a feature of your purchase. Like, um, what are those shoes that all the hipsters used to wear? Crocs. Nope. Uh, it's the other ones. Uh, <laughs> they're Doc Martens. No, you like draw on them. What? <sighs> hipsters drawing, hipsters shoes. drawing shoes. Yeah. I'm going Google. <laughs> hipsters sketches. No, that's the S. <laughs> hipsters drawing shoes. Tom's it's Tom's. So Tom's okay. Uh, Tom's is a brand where like one of the features of buying these shoes and it's why hipsters latched onto them is when you buy these shoes, we ship another pair of shoes to some poor child in Africa. Oh yeah. 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 I've heard or, of this. Um, okay. Warby yeah. Parker, I think does that with glasses. If you buy glasses from them yeah. they, and yep. I think Casper or Tufton needle does it with mattresses. Um, and it's kind of yep. a neat thing. And you know, it's, it's the way these people choose to run their business and that's totally fine, but it's, I think that's a different thing from like the company choosing to do something with the money afterward. Like when you're reading the product page and it says as part of your purchase, you'll be supporting that. Yeah. That's different to like, me um, from like a, a, a one line entry in a budget report at the end of every fiscal year. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because and this is it's such a tricky issue because it really is about like what are you perceived as saying by doing the thing? And that sounds really subjective. And to some degree it kind of is, but it also does matter because it does matter if you bow down before the statue, whether you meant to worship or not. So anyway, that's, that's another question. Yeah. But at the same, okay, I'm going to play Jim here at the same time. You can't control, like you said, it's subjective. You can't control what other people think of you anyway. Right. I mean, people might, people might make judgments about the way you, I mean, and I'm not saying this as in you, as in David McCookie, but people might make ju- judgments about the way you dress and assume you're, you know, a hippie or a hipster or LGBT or like whatever. <laughs> like you, you might be really into tie dye and that people assume you're new age, even though you're not like, I don't, I don't know, but there are certain things that, um, that you, we can't control about the way that other people perceive us bowing down in front of a statue. Like, I mean, just leave your shoe untied, you know, like th- there's, there are certain things that we can do that can avoid us getting into sticky situations. But there is also, there are also other things that we can't uh, not do just because someone might think, you know, that the wrong thing about us because of doing that, if that makes yeah. sense. No. And I think there are two sins that can be committed. One is not doing a reasonable amount of due diligence to find out the semantic range of your actions. And then the other is knowing the semantic range of your actions and that you're saying something bad, but doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of why we're having this conversation is I guess we're trying to understand you know, what the semantic range of buying a rainbow colored apple product would be. You know, semantic really only applies to words, but anyway, and logic, I guess <laughs> it applies to I thinking think it as well. To actions. It's semantics. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let, let's yeah. <laughs> agree Good, to well disagree. Played. Good call. <laughs> I've heard it both well ways. Um, yeah. I, yeah. No, that, I guess that makes sense. It's, it's a tricky one because 
I don't know, earlier when you said like pragmatism and ethics, I, I definitely don't want my, I definitely don't want, I should enunciate better, my pragmatism to override or get in the way of my ethics. I also can't control the things that people think about me. I can control the way I behave and the messages and signals that that sends to the people around me. And I can also control my purchasing decisions, which when they are um, clearly over, like when they are clearly over arched by something that would seem to be counter to my worldview and therefore inconsistent for me to be supporting, um, then I need to be aware of that and careful with what I support and what I don't. Um, I'm beginning to come around to your way of thinking though. If it's, if it's a one liner at the end of a, of an annual report that says, you know, 2% of this type of air income was given to the, you know, pride parade and, um, 1% was given to whatever else, uh, that's kind of, you know, like you said, I mean, I mean, you've paid for something, you've given them the money in a way it's like, you know, we're we're paying money to Apple right now for the products we own from them. Some of that money, you know, just say, I mean, it all goes through so many channels and whatever that you, it's, it would be hard to track where each person's actual dollar goes, but some of that money money could be landing in Tim, in Tim Cook's personal pocket and he could be then using it to support that cause, even if it's not Apple oh, supporting that cause, yeah. you know what I mean? And so, so like, I mean, just, some of that money is drug money cannot, used by Apple store employees on the weekends, you know? Yeah. You just cannot control everything for everyone to make sure that it lines up with your personal preferences and, and beliefs. So there has to be a level of, um, uh, I guess, I don't know. I don't want to say like something that sounds like a cop out here, but, but we have to be able to live our lives in a way that, um, that we're able to do the things we need to do and support our families and provide and work and all those good things that need to be done. Uh, without sort of um, waiting to be smited at every turn because we've accidentally given money to something that could then go on to do something negative. You know right. what I mean? That just that just seems like you could end up living in fear or being one of those, you know, um, you guys talked about you know, on flogging about um, Kevin DeYoung's just do something. Like you, you could end up being one of those people, you know, should I buy this computer? Should I not buy this computer? I'll wait for a sign in the sky. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely don't it, do that. It, yeah, <laughs> but that's that could happen if you get too stressed out about every little possibility that could come from every little purchase decision or every purchase decision that you have right. to make. But I think when it becomes, you know, when it becomes an overruling thing that you can't ignore that the company is saying, hey, this is definitely why we're doing this and this is definitely what we're putting money towards and this is this is the reasons why and as a company, our ethos is this. And so if you support us, this is what, you know, this is what we stand for. When it gets to that point, I think it's a very different story to the alternative of a little line at the end of an annual report. Yeah. Yeah. It's, this is one of those places where I'm, I'm actually comfortable saying, you know, people might come from different backgrounds, live in different contexts where, where it means different things. Like, I mean, if you only take your laptop to work, like if it's your your work laptop, you only use it at work and everybody at work has an Apple laptop because that's what the company uses, like then you having a rainbow logo on your on your laptop that only other people with those logos who have to have it for work see, that means something different 
to the people around you. It means you work here and you use a computer versus taking that laptop to a coffee shop or, or, you know, having it displayed prominently on your, you know, your YouTube channel or whatever. Like the, these things mean different things in different contexts. And so two Christians might come to different conclusions, not because they think like they think differently, like in the sense that like, I don't think this is wrong. So for me, it's not wrong. And you think it's wrong, like not because of like a case of conscience or anything, but just because of different contexts, just because, um, different assumptions are made about a given action. And it's the exact same, you know, a Christian might decide it's wrong for me to tie my shoe right now, (laughs) but uh, another Christian might, and at another, in another place, you know, walking down the street in New York city, uh, at 3 PM on a, on a Thursday might decide, you know what? I can bend down and tie my shoe because nobody's expecting that my action of bowing will be an act of worship. So you saying it's a matter of conscience. I think I'm saying it's a matter of context, like context always determines meaning, right? Common sense. Yeah. Context. I think in nearly every situation, Possibly every situation to tell me. Yeah, if I say yeah. I'm gay in 1901, that means something different from saying that in 2021. And True. in one case, it's we keep having to explain that in in some. There's a kids song that has has that in it, and it's like, <laughs> no, it means happy. We'll have a gay old time. Are you but, thinking of the Flintstones? Yeah, no, it's not that, but it's something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, so I guess that's why I wanted to start this conversation is if if our actions mean different things in different contexts, I think it can be only be helpful to to discuss the meaning, the meaning of those actions with like minded people, other people in tech, other Christians, etc. So if you would like to join in Mm -hmm. on this discussion, you can join us on Slack by visiting slack.techreformation.com. Or you can go to our website at techreformation.com to see a list of our past episodes and listen through and share them with people that you think might be interested. This has been the Tech Reformation. Thank you for listening and we'll see you again next week. Apple Rainbow Logo Apple Rainbow Logo